2: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post game podcast. I'm Jay Zawoski. With me is Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. As always, we are presented by Points Bet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. Download that Points Bet app and get betting. Hawks lose 5 4 in overtime to the Vegas Golden Knights, blowing a 3 0. Second period lead, third period lead. Truthfully, they're up three nothing when the third began. Vegas comes back and ties it all with what was it, three minutes and sixteen seconds between all three goals. Three sixteen. Just really uh, turned on the Jets in the in the third period. Alex DeBrincat sure. gave the Hawks a brief lead, then that was Been taken brief. away, very brief, yeah. and then the Hawks lose. Evgeny Dadonov in overtime, fitting. The guy they tried to trade.
3: He shouldn't even be here. <laughs>
2: He's, not He's not even supposed, supposed to be here. To be here. Wow, here today. Look at that! Look at the chemistry already. Going to clerks a week <laughs> into the podcast, but uh, yeah, a lot to get to in this one. Forty minutes of pr- a pretty impressive display from the Hawks, and then the last twenty, um, not as impressive. Oof, not not great.
3: That the the, the final twenty minutes. Um, I will I will take the full heat for. Uh, I, I tweeted in the second intermission. I said, "Wow." Blackhawks are twenty minutes away from being three zero and zero to start the rebuild, and um, they are two zero and one to start the rebuild. So I, my, my apologies for that. I uh, now am officially a Twitter jinx. Um, so
1: <laughs> I think you have been for a while. It's just you're finally admitting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I guess. It's Things, things know, have not
3: been coming up. Uh, admission
1: is the first step to recovery. Things so okay. things have
3: not been coming up, Mario. Recently,
1: I didn't. Um, I think I'm the jinx for wearing my Austin three sixteen shirt, and then the. Knights tight in literally 316. So, might be me. What? Might be Mario. Might be Jay. It what? Could be the, maybe the Blackhawks just aren't a good hockey team. I That's think that has more to do with it. Probably more, That's likely. probably. Yeah. yeah Kevin Lankin a little itchy that last third period. That first goal went in, and all of a sudden it was like he was trying out for a swim team or something out there half that period. Yeah, the
2: first one was tough. Second one, not much you can do about a redirection, way high in the slot. Uh, and then, I don't know, two of those I didn't love on Lincoln and, and look this is what it's going to be we talked about Lincoln in the other day he's a really good backup not a good starter and this is going to be his chance really as the season wears out to see if he's worthy of another contract I think he's worthy of a backup contract but we'll see I mean this was again through 40 minutes playing really well, looking solid, looking strong in the net. And then as soon as the game started to get away from the Hawks, you saw Kevin Lincoln and kind of lose it a little bit too. It looks like the moment got a little big for him. He looked a little shell-shocked. Um, but to brink it, you know, coming back, giving the Hawks another brief lead, like we said, it shows the resilience this team's been playing with since the deadline passed. And 2-0-1 on a West Coast trip, you've got to be happy with that. I know it's a very tough Way to lose this game, a game that was well in hand, a game they had no business really losing, uh, they end up losing, but hey, 2-0-1 on a West Coast trip, I will take uh, 100% of the time, so it's overall pretty positive result to the three-game trip.
1: Yeah, you can argue that they had no business winning that game yeah. in Los Angeles, True. so... Uh, hockey has a very weird way of um, evening things out in the end. So probably didn't deserve two points in Los Angeles. You got them. You definitely deserve two points in Vegas, only got one. So in the end, you're probably right where you should have been after these three games.
3: Yeah, and it's encouraging to see, following the trade deadline, um, the kind of effort that they put against against teams that, you know, Anaheim, even though they were selling at the deadline, they're – they're not that far out of the playoff race, but they are out of the playoff race. Um, Kings are in, and obviously the Golden Knights, this was an important game for them. They Huge game, they though. had to come away with a win. There was no reason that they shouldn't have come away with a win against, uh, against this Blackhawks team, and um, they do it in an impressive comeback fashion. First time that they've ever had a – in franchise history, as young as it is, first time the Golden Knights have ever c- gone into a third period down three goals and come away not only with a point but a win – so, uh, in, in an impressive comeback for uh, for the Golden Knights, and yeah, I mean, the, you know, the Blackhawks put it to put together a, a pretty good first forty minutes, but I think what we saw in the third period was just a, a team that had a different gear than Chicago did, yeah. and and I think that that's been the case pretty much this entire season. That when the Blackhawks are playing against tougher teams, there's there's just stretches of the game. Sometimes it's early in the game, sometimes it's late in the game, where you know just that, that opponent has a different gear that the Blackhawks just can't reach this year.
2: Well, and that's the talent gap that we talk about. You know, when the Hawks were winning cups, they were able to roll four lines, and Vegas is a team who a lot of people had cup aspirations for, and, you know, they're not totally healthy by any means, but that's the talent gap is when they're able to take over a game for extended periods, and that's what, to me, was so impressive in the first and the second was the Hawks were dictating the play many times. There were a lot of times where the Hawks had whole possessions – in the Vegas Golden Knights zone, and the Knights couldn't get the puck away. And to me, we've seen that a few times since the trade deadline has passed. And like you mentioned, Mario, that to me is is really important. And it, and it kind of, and this will kind of be a recurring theme as we wrap up the season here, because what we're doing for is looking for little indicators as to what the future might look like, player wise, what it might look like, coaching wise, et cetera. And to see this team overall competing as hard as they can. Is a really good sign for me when it comes to Derrick King. I think that his message is getting through. I think the, the team plays hard for him. They, they had every excuse after the trade deadline to throw their hands up and say,
3: All right, just pack it in. Let's and, just pack it in. Yeah. Let's go
2: about 80% effort. And if we get a couple wins here or there, great. They haven't done that. They've competed hard. And yeah, they've been up against some more talented teams, but they've held their own. And, and even to get a point in this one, as ugly as the loss was and as painful as the loss was it was a solid performance against a desperate team and they come away with a point
1: yeah west coast road trips uh they can be pretty brutal yeah on team especially right after trade deadline you know we've heard all the comments about you know the, the mentality of some of the leaders in that locker room after the trade deadline we've been over that but they they went out and tried to win three hockey games and they got five out of six points that's more than you probably anybody expected yeah uh heading this way so they're playing hard and that's that's that that's an it could be attributed to derrick king he's obviously got these guys buying in and uh you know we we all mentioned watching this game like oh my god he's got the head on behind the bench <laughs> he's even fashion plate Derek king um we said he could keep it on as long as they win, so I guess that was one and done for the Floggin' Molly special for the, that uh, <laughs> for Terry has got yeah. on. He could wear it for the first two periods against Buffalo on Monday, but I think he has to take it <laughs> off in the third period just in case. I like it.
2: I, I think it's a good look. I think it's something It's unique. You don't yeah. see a lot of uh, NHL coaches expressing it. I'm
1: so, surprised so. he was allowed to do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess he said it was maybe part of my suit. Love you yeah. too. <laughs> I thought it was gotta, great. Got
3: to complete the ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
1: good for you. Know, hey, whatever, whatever you want to do, do it. Uh, a <laughs> couple quick things. We'll talk about positives from this game. The Hawks had three players uh, extend their point streaks to five straight games. And Dylan Strome, Patrick Kane, Seth Jones—they've all now got points in five straight games. Strome has three goals and seven points over that stretch. Kane, a pair of goals, nine points. Jeez. And Seth Jones has a goal and five points over the last five games. So, you know, these are guys heading into the year. You expected stretches like this. We've talked about Dylan Strom a lot. Um, man, this kid has been so good the last six weeks plus, whatever it's been. It's still hard to imagine, you know, why Jeremy Colliton thought he was the worst player in the NHL. I mean, the, the – and I st- and I don't yeah uh, and I don't exactly. I mean that's how he treated him. Like you, you're yeah, terrible. No, you're you right. don- You don't get to play. Um, you know, and it and it still scratches my head that we get reports out there. You know, Scott Powers of the Athletic was one of them. That was like feels that Strom isn't coming back next year.
3: Well, he's got he's arbitration eligible, so that's going to be fascinating it's- to right.
1: see. Right. I mean, it- it's I- at this point, I-, I would be it'd be crazy not to bring him back unless. You're going to trade those RFA rights and get something for him, fine. But right now, this kid has done everything to earn another contract with this team. If he wants to be here, maybe he's... Yeah, he could but be I be looking mean, for a why, change of scenery too. But not? I mean, uh, if, if I'm a hockey, young hockey player... Why would I want to go and not play with Alex DeBrinket and Patrick Kane? Now we don't know if Patrick Kane's going to be here next at, year. At le- well, yeah, if I, that's my options, yeah, I can go anywhere else, or I could play with Patrick Kane and Dylan Alex DeBrinket, and he's got his buddy Taylor Radish back. Right. I mean, it's all it's all about the Otters. It, we're only we're <laughs> going to get Connor. We're McDavid just Connor here. McDavid and Anthony Sorelli yeah, away. I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, look, game,
2: if, if Strom's looking for an eventual big payday. The way he's going to get that is playing with Kanan to brink it. Yeah, you're that's going to um, um, right um, that's um, unless
3: he believes that this this back half of of this season is enough to go out on the open market and say, hey, look, you know, you guys got some some skilled wingers. Put me between those two guys, and maybe he tries and goes for either the big money or a team that's going to start contending sooner than three, four, five years with Chicago. I think it'll be. I, I mean, it's 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 really interesting to see that you know he's 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 going into this summer. It looked like like you said um Greg about you know the the report from from Scott Powers that it may not be so such a slam dunk that he comes back this uh this off season it'll be interesting to see if if Dylan believes that you know he can get more money and maybe a better opportunity to contend on on the open market it'll be yeah. and it'll, it'll be fascinating for me to see because he is arbitration eligible um if it gets to that point where the Blackhawks value him and where he values himself. Um, so that, I, that's, I think at the, at the very least Strom has proven that he, he is, you know, much more than, than I think what, what Jeremy Colleton believed he would have been. Um, and, and is definitely a legitimate, you know, NHL player that can, you know, have, a. Have a positive impact on a team, whether it's in yeah, Chicago or elsewhere.
1: He's a top six forward in my in my book. Top six forward, um, he's got the skill, and when you put him with other top six forwards, you get the results. Things, so things there, can go the,
4: well.
2: So there's the question: if if he because he has to be on the top six, he does not. As we've seen, he doesn't really serve much of a purpose on the bottom six. He's not a defender. He's not a checking line guy. So the question is: which contenders? have a top-six role for Dylan Strome? And that's what he has to figure out, right? Is there a team that is legitimately contending that mm-hmm. can call me their second-line center?
0: Eh,
2: I don't know. I always do the game. Where would he have played on the 2010, 2013, 2015 Blackhawks? Right. And he would have been the third-line center. You would have been on the third line. You know, so it, it's tough to... But I, mean, we've I don't know. Seen, we've he seen, might be
3: best off here. We've seen contending teams have some skill on their third sure. line and, and, Absolutely. and not necessarily have it be a, a specific role to be either defensive or checking or anything like that so I mean it, it, there's there there could be different fits around the league but you but you're right it's it's fewer and far between that you see a contending team with a third line center be like their skill guy
2: pure offense yeah. right right De, uh, strom's line in this game a goal two penalty minutes two shots a hit a giveaway a takeaway two block shots and he won nine of 16 faceoffs he was the only Blackhawk over 50% from the faceoff, Dottie won 56% in this game, so he nice. just keeps playing solid, and it's like Patrick Kane said, when you put Dylan Strome with skilled players, he can produce, and here he is. He's been one of the most consistent Blackhawks over the last few months, and I'm just really glad to see him get a legit opportunity. I'm glad to see King just sticking with that line. It's working. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, Don't mess with things just for the sake of messing with it. By the way, speaking of that, later in the show, we're going to get to Derek King's comments pregame about how he's going to sort of juggle the Kubelik, and Entwistle, etc. sort of things down the stretch here. I had some interesting comments we wanted to share with you pregame that you might have missed.
3: I think Derek King is, is a, a little bit of a, of a lineup whisperer because he takes Kurashev out, puts him back in, Kurashev scores. Takes Kubelik out, puts him back in, Kubelik scores. I think maybe just every game just rotates someone out, someone, someone in. doesn't matter who it is. Right. And then when they come back in, they'll score. I think I think that's the, the, the real trend here, right? Hey, that's something we'll, you can we'll
2: bank out. on. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> well, he had a solid game, too. Kublik with, uh, yeah. obviously, a goal. He was plus two, five shots on goal, three more shot attempts, and three hits for Dominic Kubelik. He was it's, engaged.
3: It's the most engaged I've seen him in a game in a very long time, especially uh, in the weeks leading up to the trade deadline. It was almost like he was just fading into the into the background and you know he played 10 minutes he'd have one shot be a minus 1 and it's just like right. you know what what purpose was he serving and you know it could probably be a reason why he is still with the team is that he he disappeared so much down the down the stretch leading up to the deadline that no team was actually going to give up anything of, of value for him
1: and that could be a part of the reason <coughs> you know that trade deadline and all those rumors that's got you know guys will tell you Well, I don't pay attention to that stuff. That's a load of of garbage. Uh, You can't escape it, um, you know, this day and age. It's not 1974 where all you had to do is open up a newspaper to see these things. It's everywhere. Um, So that could have something to do with it. And, hey, he scored that goal early in the first period, and that could have just been like, okay, I remember how to do this. Let's have some fun. Let's play some hockey. Confidence and and taking the pressure off goes a long way out on the ice. And, um, you know. Good for him to score. He had a couple other chances in this game, and, and you know, one more there in the end would have been nice. But, uh, you know, you like to see it. He, he seems like a good enough guy, and we've we've seen him do it before. It's got to be tough what he's gone through this season. No doubt. And mostly most of last season, too. Uh, yes, I'm the guy that picked him to lead the team in goals before the season started, so it's not too late. He's going <laughs> to yeah, score. You know, he's got to catch fire. He's going to get like nine hat tricks in the next about, 10 games, and I'm going to look like a genius. Um, but 20, no, I mean, 25 but the fact, behind
2: the brinket. The fact that you were able to make that bet and it not be an absurd bet at the time, it shows you, like, we've seen what he can do. This season is not a typical Dominic Kubelik season. He's having a bad year, and, you know, we've got the entire summer to discuss it, and we will, but you've got to wonder, you know, Probably an affordable contract to bring back. And I don't know. that. That's he's 26. We, yeah. He's not old. He's not old. He's not young, but he's not old. And like we discussed over the last few shows, you can't have an exclusively kids roster uh, every year, even, even in the heart of a rebuild. And the other thing is, as a rebuilding team, bringing in a guy like the Hawks did this year with Flurry for just money, and then you flip him at the deadline. I look at Det- what Detroit did with Nick Letty. Bring him in, flip him at the deadline. Mm -hmm. Those are the sort of things too you can see the Hawks doing um, as they are building, as they work towards this rebuild. You can bring in some veteran assets on short term, inexpensive deals, and then flip them at the deadline. So, a lot to get to. We've got plenty of time to do that, um, but I think it's just something to keep an eye on. I don't know. I'm not. I've seen too much good from Kubli to completely throw in
1: a towel on him.
2: I don't know. The guys, he's a
1: guy that you could probably get cheap to come back. Yeah. And then if he catches fire and we see him when he was that thirty goal scorer, then that's a contract that becomes very valuable at yeah. a trade deadline.
2: His value's never been lower, right? Right. And that's
1: when you don't. That's when you don't trade guys, right? Uh, it, it appears yeah. that Kyle Davidson kind of has figured that out. I mean, it's hard to trade a guy when there is no value. I'm not saying he didn't try to trade Kubli, but he didn't think he was going to get enough value for him because there were a lot of reports out there that Anaheim was in on him, mm-hmm. Edmonton was in on him, and nothing materialized. So. Davidson, as I wrote over at allchgo.com this week, he seems like he has identified what he wants for each one of his guys. If he doesn't get it, he's fine sitting on it, and I'm okay with that too. Um, you know, th- so he decided to, t- to trade a guy like Brendan Hagel when his trade value was at an all time high. It was never going to get any higher than to the it was. moons. So you know, we see how many times where you know Stan Bowman Screwed that up. He had Eric Gustafson coming off a 60-point season. Trade value was never going to be higher, and he sat on him, and then he got, what, a third rounder the mm-hmm. next a, th- year. A,
3: th- a third at that next year's trade. Right, when if
1: he traded him that right it after that season, he probably could have got first. a first. So, yeah. you know, there's, 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 there's a, a, a key to being able to know when exactly to move a guy. And so far, yes, it's been less than a month as full-time GM but so far it seems that that Davidson kind of has his his finger on the pulse of hey I, this, I'm never going to get a better offer for this guy now so I'm going to do it or hey I could probably wait this one out and maybe get more of a return down the road and if not then it is what it is.
3: And let's you know let's see if Kubali can you know create some chemistry with a new teammate in Taylor Radish and back on align with Jonathan Taze, which is who he played with when he had his 30 goal rookie season. It was a, it was a different Jonathan Taze, but someone who's, you know, he's, who he's familiar with. I, I think, you know, that's, that's this part of the season. That's something that you can look at and see if some chemistry builds with that, with that trio. And that can be something that we move into next season with, it, you know, it could be something enough to bring Kubelik back. If Taze is part of the equation, then you know that's that's a trio that could work.
1: We are getting a little little love in the uh, live chat for for Uh, Cuba uh Drive secure says bring him back for one more year if you can find a net. Uh, Ryan's wondering why he doesn't get more power play time. Well, I mean he, he hadn't,
3: had a, he was not earning it for right, a Ryan, large I mean, portion yeah, of this year. Yeah, I mean
1: goal scorers that can't score don't deserve power play time. But this is something now. If this goal today can maybe get him going he should be when he's hot he's hot and he's a good he's a sniper get him on get him on the power play but he's got to earn it as mario said and i think if there's one thing Derek king has proven since he's been here it's you've got to earn your time with him he doesn't just give it out because hey you once scored 30 goals i'm putting you on the power play he's a what have you done for me lately guy yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what you need for a rebuilding team
2: greg you mentioned you're writing at all have got a good offer for you, so listen up here. The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. PointsBet is your home for live in play betting, and it just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature live college basketball same game parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. What are you waiting for? Get on PointsBet now. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
3: We have a... uh a live final score in the uh, NCAA tournament. Denver tops North, uh, Minnesota Duluth 2-1. to one, So that will eliminate uh, Blackhawks prospects Wyatt Kaiser and Connor Kelly from the NCAA tournament. So just a quick little update there as I was uh, keeping tabs on that. Notre Dame and Minnesota State, they are underway. Uh, Notre Dame has Ryder Rolston and Landon Slagert. So those are the final two Blackhawks prospects that are alive in the NCAA tournament. Greg, you brought up a, a good point about Derek King and earning ice time. Um, I think that that's, that's something that uh, we, we wanted to, to, to mention and talk about. So if we have uh, Derrick King's sound from before the game, I think we want to get to that and, and talk about what he had
4: to say. Pretty much the same. Uh, Kubi will come back in. And uh, Kershev will, will come out, but, and I talked to those guys, and it's, I talked to him and uh, Borgstrom about just, sometimes it's just a little rotation now, uh, because finishing off the season here, we only have so many games, I'd like to try to get guys in and, and and let them show, you know, prove that they've earned a spot, you know, and, and they finish strong, so. Uh, it's kinda Kershev, not based on how he plays and it's just more just a rotation. Yeah, Lankin it'll play net. Uh will take warm up and probably not play yet. So but he'll get his games in. Take our time with them. So
0: the rotation is uh, all three or
4: No, I'd be like Kershev, Borgstrom, guys like that and you know, like NC and and just I'll figure out a little schedule for these guys and get them. Get Them, their games, their reps, and uh, it'll, it'll be good. He's on with, I'll put him on with Taves and uh, who do I got on that side there? Radish, yeah. So, what, what do you just expect out the response? Uh, oh, just to work, you know, to keep working how he is, but work a little smarter, be a little patient, and and uh, when he has the puck, shoot it. So, um, I, I have no worries about him. Like I said, this was just more or less just a reset for the hit the reset button and, and clear the mind a little bit and, and come back fresh. Did the priorities
2: change? Yeah. I, I like the approach there, uh, especially the way he's talking so openly about it, because I think it's easy for a young player like Khrushchev to be scratched and think well, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm, I know I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Patrick Kane. I'm not Alex to but I'm out there working. And for the coach to say, look, it's not performance-based. We just have a lot of bodies. We want to get in. We don't want anyone just sitting there for a long time, not playing. Um, so I get it. I like that he's being open about it. I agree with it because, look, you've got to figure out what you've got here. And Borgstrom, even Kublik, as we've been discussing, all these kind of fringe NHL players that they have on the roster, the Hawks have to find out who's got what, who's going to compete now, who's going to pack it in, and the best way to do that is to play all of them and evaluate from there. So I'm down with that plan. I think it makes a lot of sense. And, again, I think the fact that King is so communicative – and this is what we heard about Jeremy Cowden. He's just a master communicator, but no one seemed to know what the hell was going on at any time on the right. roster. Uh, this is different. This is a guy saying, hey, you're not being punished. We're just trying to get other guys in. Keep working hard. Keep doing what you're doing. Here's a few things you can improve on, which I'm sure Kurashev already knows. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in the next game.
3: And he's taken that approach not only with you know guys who are more, nh you know more seasoned in the NHL like Borgstrom, Kuroshev, and Kubelik, but he's also doing it with the young players coming up. I mean, Alex Vlasic had two, you know, he got his first two NHL games when he first joined the team and he's been scratched ever since. And, you know, I, I was I was talking about it um, you know, in, in, in the last game where, you know, Gustafson was was in the lineup and and Vlasic was scratched, and I'm just thinking like, why he's 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 there to get his his first you know taste of the NHL, his first NHL ice time. You you don't have to showcase Gustafson anymore. He's not going to be traded. You know you're at a point where wins and losses don't really matter. You're looking to try and get some of these young guys some some NHL ice time. Why not have Alex Vlasic in the lineup? But you know uh, you know with 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 King, it looks like it's more of a you know trying to to earn it uh, mentality, which I can appreciate. You know, with, with young, a young guy coming into a team that's not contending, you don't want to just hand him ice time and say, here, you're, you know, unearned, you're just going to keep playing. I think, you know, having a little bit of that mentality where, like, yeah, you're, you're going to get your playing time, but you have to show me that you, you know, want to work for it. I'm, I'm fine with that. I just, I would like to see a little bit more of Alex Vlasic yeah, and yeah. a little bit less I, of Eric Gustafson I, I at this would, point.
1: If you're not going to play Alex Vlasic, send him down to the Ice Hogs and let him play. You know, let him get some pro ice time. The Ice Hogs definitely can use a guy. You know, they, uh, they're they fighting for their playoff lives down there. I think it would be much more uh, beneficial for Vlasic to play 18, 19 minutes a night in the AHL, two, three nights a week than. Eating popcorn in the press box yeah. in Las Vegas, you know, poor, poor, poor Vlasic. He's not even old <laughs> enough to enjoy Vegas. Doesn't get to play. Poor guy. You know, hey, we're gonna go down to casino, play Mario Kart in a room, kid, and then, and then he doesn't even get to play. What a, you know, what a rough start. But I'll I'll, I'll switch places. With well,
2: it sounded like King sort of was alluding to the fact that what they saw from Vlasic early was maybe the game was moving a little too quickly for him and they want him to get him up to speed. But taking warm-ups and practicing with the team isn't going to get you ready for NHL game speed. I agree with you, Greg. If he's not going to play, I'd rather him play. But if he's not going to play, you've got to send him to Rockford And get him some ice time and get him some pro
1: hockey minutes because... he get acclimated to the system. They play the same exact system down there. He could play with guys that he might be playing with in the near future. There's nothing wrong getting some chemistry with a Wyatt Kellnick or an Isaac Phillips. or 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 Nicholas Bodine. Your future Blackhawk defense is down in Rockford right now. So get him down there. Otherwise, play him here. And, you know... I've just, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I never with need Eric to see, I never need I to see him again. No, honestly. And I didn't and, need to see him again before this season. And there's just zero reason to play the guy. Yeah. Zero.
2: I'm not trying to be hot takey. I don't think it, it is a hot take by any means. But like, seems like a good dude. I just at this point in the Blackhawks organizational stage, there's no point for him to be on the ice. No. He yeah. can contri- is not contributing offensively. Which was the main reason you had him in the first place? Was those, all right, he'll those, come on those
1: power play points. That was the whole reason. Yeah, in, or low, and they're just not crap. there.
2: Obviously, he's not a great defender. Put a kid out there. I don't know what you do. I'm assuming when Connor Murphy comes back, he'll be gone, or at least out. But S- send yeah.
1: Harry Kane's doppelganger to the press box.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm good. I. I don't know. Yeah. All, all the best to Eric Gustafson. Thanks for your service. All those great things. He's Once not, a Blackhawk, always a Blackhawk. Whatever. <laughs> uh, well, being on this Blackhawks team is. Well, we won't go that far, but you know what I mean. It's. I just. I just don't understand what it accomplishes. It was.
3: It was a. It's. It was a retread signing, uh, again by Stan Bowman, um, that again didn't work out. Yeah,
1: the day. The day. Two hours after Stan Bowman stepped down, Eric Gustafson should have been handed his release papers.
3: Right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, like you said, Jay. When when Connor Murphy comes back, I as- assume Gustafson will be the one to to rotate out. Um, you know, and and we, you know, happy birthday, Connor Murphy. Um, hope you're doing well. Uh, but you know, we, we talked about it before. You know, before when we were watching the game about you know what do they do with Caleb Jones? And I think he's he's someone that down this this final stretch of of, of the season. Um, you know, he's, he's got an opportunity to really solidify his, uh, his case to come back in, in the, uh, in the off season. Uh, he's, he's on an expiring contract and, um, I mean, he's, he's been fine. He's, he's been, you know, a, a fine as, as a number six, number seven defenseman. I think that's the, the role he's going to play. Um, you know, we were talking about it. Maybe that's just the ceiling he has in his career and, you know, that's, that's fine to have. And I, I think if, if you're going to bring him back, uh, allowing him to 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 get minutes down the stretch here is, is what you're going to see, and I think that'll be just another reason to to rotate Gustafson out and you know start to rotate in some of the some of the younger younger players.
2: Caleb Jones played 22:49 in this game. Yeah, he was he was, yeah, he was out there a lot. Yeah, out there a lot. We were discussing it, you know, at lunch. He's just I don't know. He hasn't really been great. He hasn't been bad. He's just kind of been a guy. But if that's your sixth or seventh defenseman, you could do a hell of a lot worse than that. That's not what he is right now for the Blackhawks, but I think that's where he projects in his NHL career. And look, if it's going to keep Seth happy to have him here, <laughs> you might as well. I don't know. I, I, I'm i not ready to just say, okay, well, see ya. I I, I think there's, there is room for growth. I don't know how much growth. I don't know. He's never going to be a star by any means. But so far this year, he's been more solid than anything else. Um, for his role, and and I I'm definitely open to giving him another look.
1: Yeah, if he's your sixth defenseman, you're you're okay. Like, and he's had to play an elevated role these last couple of weeks with the injuries and and all that stuff, and he's done fine. Like, not oh my god, we got a Norris Trophy winner, but you know he's come up with some big uh, shot blocks. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he he's he's very good at getting his stick in in the passing and and shot shooting lanes. You know, if he's your sixth defenseman going in the next season, then you've got a legit NHL defense. Mm -hmm. If he's going to be your second-pairing defenseman, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, that's that's, that's not good. You know, again, putting the guy in his right role, you'll be fine. So I wouldn't say I would expect Caleb Jones to be back, but I'd be more surprised if he's not here than if he is for next season. And he's played – He's played really – he's another one that kind of once he got that for sure was going to play every night role, he improved. Mm-hmm. His confidence got better. And, you know, for a lot of the season, you know, he he dealt with some a couple of injuries that mm-hmm. kept him out. And then he was he was that guy that was – he's in a game, he's out of game, he's in a game, he's out of game. Especially for young players, it's so hard to get into a groove. Now that he's played these last – You know, whatever weeks it's been that he's been on the ice every game, he knows he's playing every game, he knows his role is more defined, he's played better. So, again, it's like we've said, once you get a guy his role defined, it's up to them to embrace it, and we've seen guys embrace those roles. I think for
2: a defenseman especially, being in the lineup regularly makes a big difference. Knowing you're not going to be in and out, press box ice, press box ice, Knowing you're in every game lets you find a rhythm, lets you get a chemistry with a partner. It's, it's beneficial, but I, I think especially for defensemen, that matters because you've got to know where your partner is at all times. You've got to get a sense of that chemistry, and uh, I think he's earned the chance to play the remainder of the games this season. I, I don't think there's any question about it. And, uh, yeah, I, I've been pleased with his performance this year. I think he's been – I'm trying to think of any, oh, my God, that was horrible moments from him – and I can't really, top of my head?
3: No, I don't think he's had too many standout terrible moments. He hasn't had too many standout great moments. I right. think he's, like, like we've all said, I think he's just a, a very fine third pair defenseman. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's out there. He probably won't win you a game, but hopefully won't cost you a game. I think that that's really all you can look for out of a player that's going to play in that kind of role.
1: We have yeah. uh, someone asking uh, about Mario's food experience. Uh-huh. Um, we, uh, we have another story. <laughs> um,
3: my last food experience or my current food well, experience? Which
2: specific...
3: They ask the if many. you're
1: still looking for your delivery. Um, oh, yeah. But there's another. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that after our yep. fourth star of the game. There yep. is another. We, the Mario experience has been quite the ride this week. We have um, Justin,
5: too, asking if we ever had that pizza party. Oh, the pizza party? Pizza party. <laughs> we, did, we did have some pizza this when afternoon. We he uh, never got his food.
1: <laughs> Let's get to our
2: fourth stars of the yep. game, and then we'll update all the food news from around yes. the <laughs> CHGO Blackhawks podcast world. Uh, I'm going to go with Dominic Kubelik. We talked about him a lot to start the game. Solid return to the lineup with a goal and several more scoring chances. Um, Really sort of was noticeable for the first time in a while for me. So I'm
1: going to give it to him. I think he had a solid game. Greg? I'm going to go with, uh, you know, the most valuable player on this Hawks team this season. Alex DeBrinket uh, scored a goal for the third straight game, had an assist, was a plus two on the day, six shots on goal. Uh, one thing I've been liking of his game a lot. We know he can shoot the puck. We know he can score, but he's made some incredible passes these last couple of games. Uh, his assist on the uh, first uh, goal of the second period, the Taves goal, was a great play—a little slap pass, um, you know. And he also had a couple of hits, so we know that he's feisty. He's out there. He does. He's not a guy you'll ever have to question his effort uh he cares every time he's on the ice. So I'm going I'm going with the Cat. 37 goals on the season now. It's pretty good. Last I, time I checked, that is pretty good. I'm okay. going to
3: go with uh with Jonathan Taze. Uh he's he's kind of uh hasn't been the the most favorable Blackhawk on this podcast for the last couple of days, but uh he had a pretty solid game tonight. Scored the uh the tap-in goal off the uh DeBrinquet assist uh in this one. Also had an uh an assist of his own. Five shots on net, two hits uh, in game 998 of his career. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it was, you know, it, it, was, it was a good game from him. Uh, I think what we're seeing as he's gotten to the, the back half of this season is, um, you know, the, the I think getting, he's got his legs underneath him as best as he probably can physically right now. Um, the first half of the year, you know, it took him, so what was it, 25 26 games to get his first goal of the season yeah um now he's 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 got nine on the year after his goal today uh all of them coming in the last 30 games he's had uh, 19 points in the last 30 games which is which is you know pretty pretty positive um so yeah I, I, he, he had a good game tonight hopefully that that can continue through the through the rest of the season and hopefully he can uh you know lead lead the team uh through the rest of the year
2: both on and off the ice and the best way that uh, that he knows how all right, so we need to reach a consensus here. I will go with you on this one, Mario, because it has been a tough week for Taves. It's been a tough season for Taves, and uh, I feel like he needs a hug from us. <laughs> so I'm going to give him the virtual uh, hug, and I will go with you for the four star, Jonathan
1: Taves. All right, I'm 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 hopping on that right? There we go. As Joey says, yes. All right, we don't want to be known as the negative, the anti Jonathan Taves. we not. We're not <laughs> kicking him. We still love our captain. <laughs> we're not not kicking and him out. everything he's done. Um, so, this was a nice response. It's been a rough week. We've heard the clips that you were showing him on ABC. You know, he gave us, he gave us the hot takes for the week, but yep. then he came out and <laughs> had a nice game. So, yeah. that's all you want to see, you know. Good response. So, we'll, we'll make it official.
3: So, congratulations, Jonathan. You will get
2: your free uh, CHGO Blackhawks t shirt in the mail. Um, and an in studio invite to come chat with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Open invite. Come on down. We got we're pl- not far.
1: We got plenty of schmediums in stock. <laughs> we'll, we'll right, get yeah. one over to the <laughs> We
2: got a lot of those. I will not be taking any of those. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mario, you wrote this week about the Blackhawks leadership beyond Jonathan Taves at allchgo dot You should jump on that membership if you haven't already, listeners. Uh, you got access to all the great writing that our entire CHGO sports team does. You become a member, you get a free T-shirt. The merch from the CHGO locker is, I say sweet, the kids say dope. No, Luke, uh, Luke, says Luke Stuckmeyer dope. says dope. My daughter Luke says, says dope. He's fire. He's kid. She said, those are fire to me last night, three times trying to buy her baseball cleats. Good luck finding those, by the way, around the world. Baseball cleats? Oh, my
1: God. Ridiculous. Well, I'm sure you can find plenty of baseball cleats. It's hard finding fire baseball cleats. Fire, that's a good point. that's that's a good point.
2: They got to be fire. Uh, You'll also get access to the members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. So go to allchgo.com, sign up for the membership there. Remember... If you make a $50 uh, deposit to PointsBet when you sign up using code CHGO, you get all that stuff for free. So jump on that and join us. All right. We've got some updates to uh, Super Mario Odyssey. (laughs) So I found the big door, Yes. (laughs) which was somehow I missed it. I parked across the street from it every day I've been at CHGO so far and never saw it. It is the door. It's not a functional door. It is a decorative door for Big Monster Toys, which is a toy company located right on Racine there. And how I missed this door, I'll
1: never it. understand.
3: I've, I've walked past it ha- at least a dozen times going to this <laughs> office, and I'd I've never, never, noticed, never it noticed it until...
1: I thought it was a garage. I, I, did, I, I did too. I yeah.
2: yeah. So if you look at the door, there's a big glass, uh, you know, there's Window. windows on the yeah. top, and there's a giant... Flush monster looking out the window. It's very cool, and I saw a bunch of people taking selfies out there today. How we missed it, no idea. If you don't know the story, <laughs> were
1: they taking the selfies because of our story? I think so. Maybe yeah. 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 that yeah. had to be it. This is where this is where Mario's <laughs> cheeseburger should Yeah, be. right. Yeah, yeah, but well, your food
2: was
3: not there. We were talking no, it to, was it was gone. Yeah,
5: we were talking to Luke about it, and he was like, "I know that door," and thought it was like weird that we didn't. I, it I is am, weird that I we did am am it is with yeah you guys that I. Have never seen it. I, when I walk <laughs> in,
1: I am just focused on Blackhawks hockey. That's it. I got the blind. <laughs> Maybe Luke needs be. more focus. Yeah, Luke. You know. Well, yeah. what's what's wild just is not only
3: is it not only is it right there on Racine. It's literally around the corner yes. from the the alley in which you know you walk down to to get to our office. So right. so I I will apologize to the driver. You were not far away, but that also wasn't where my yeah. food was supposed right. to go.
2: Well, so let's let's recap. We'll give the short version of the story before we get to today's story. Uh, Mario, there's the picture. there's the picture. <laughs> the you can see the monster that's still, in there, still uh, all, all lit up there. Yeah, so so that's that is, where Mario's food was supposed to be left by his food delivery service, and it was not. There is
3: no there is no food in this picture. No, but just a, a comically large door <laughs> with a uh, with with a monster in the window. All so. right. So
2: then today. We had lunch at Rinaldi's before the game <laughs> and during the game, and Mario texted us, "I'm running late. I have to get new pants <laughs> now." I will let you I, fill in the blanks there I on that one. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you're a little young for that to be happening," <laughs> but whatever. No, no shame.
3: So we were meeting. We were meeting for lunch, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I live outside the city, and so I, I have to commute in, and I stopped at. Um, at a, a a coffee and donuts place that's pretty pretty prominent. Don't want to name it, but they uh, their their donuts are called Munchkins. Um, and side note, got my on. order wrong, but that's not uh, that's not the problem here. Um, <laughs> Again, <laughs> so I I went to transfer the coffee in their cup to this travel cup here because it'll stay. It was an iced coffee, so it'll stay colder longer, and. So I'm in the parking lot transferring the, the iced coffee to the travel mug. And, of course, too much ice gets into the mug. So I'm like, okay, I still have half my coffee in the cup. I want all the coffee to be in the mug, right? So I put the coffee with, with on top of my the hood of my car. Mm-hmm. And I have the lid from the coffee scooping out some of the ice. Well, today is windy. Big gust of wind blows the coffee off the hood of my car all over my pants like and this isn't like oh shoot I spilled a little bit this was these pants are no longer serviceable to me (laughs) and I'm too far away from home to double back and change pants so I just have to soldier on through and, and meet you guys for lunch but I'm and I'm I'm like it is cold coffee it is a cold day I'm I cannot go into public with these these pants because they're they're soaked and stained so, luckily, I was close enough to uh, to a, a mall that uh, I, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll just go in. I'll get a, a pair of pants. It's an emergency, whatever. So, I go into the mall, and I go to a store that I know is going to be reliable to find pants. The pair of pants that I was wearing was from this store. I don't want to name the store, but if you rearrange the letters, it spells PAG. And so, I go to this store, <laughs> and... When I was a kid, this store was a nice mixture of affordable and stylish. And somewhere in the time that I've grown up from being a kid to being a 32-year-old adult, their pants became $80. Yeah. When did that happen? So I so I'm I have to walk through the mall with coffee-stained pants which I'm sure people gave me a side eye and was like what the hell happened to that guy? And I have to walk in, take a pair of pants, look at the tag, and put it back on the shelf and walk back out because I'm not spending $80 on an emergency pair of pants. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> These pants aren't that wet.
1: Luckily. <laughs> it's a very expensive <laughs> cup of coffee. Y- yes. This, this, and,
3: and, and so I, the, at this point, I'm like, I'm going to be late. These guys are expecting me to, to, to get to uh, Rinaldi's at 1 o'clock. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting to 1 o'clock. So I text you guys. I said, hey, I'm running behind. I have to buy new pants. <laughs> so luckily – Uh, uh, you know, maybe a half mile away, there's another clothing store, which again, I don't want to name, but it is the first name of Eminem's actual real name. And I get there. I'm like, I know I can find just an emergency pair of pants. So I get there. And again, uh, stained wet pants. I just, I I walk in, I'm like, I, I have to swallow my pride and get these pants. So I, so I finally find a pair. I go back, try them on. They fit. They're fine. And I, I walk out to the, uh, to the fitting room attendant and I ask, I say, is it okay if I just wear these pants out the door because I had a situation with my current pair of pants and she looks at me and she goes, yeah, I saw that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so I, I, so I go out to the, uh, to, to check out and I'm like, Hey, can I, can I wear these out? She said it was fine. He's like, yeah, it's fine. So I have to turn my butt to the scanner and he has to scan the tag and, yeah, so I, I found a pair of pants, saved the day. So very appreciative of the uh, <laughs> of the employees there for. Allowing me to uh to walk out with those it was pants. A good
1: thing it was you because Jay and I looking for emergency pants would, would That's st- tough. I'd, I'd still be at the <laughs> mall. The thirty six
2: twenty eights are hard to come by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so have the
1: exact opposite. That they've, they've I guess the they the world doesn't exist that six foot two fat guys roam the world. Like every every fat guy is supposed to be like five foot seven or shorter. Well I'm I'm with I'm there. Yeah. That's it's, me.
2: It's I'm, the, the, I'm the poster child
1: for fatness. So yeah, thankfully,
2: so, uh, thankfully I was pants.
3: yeah I was able to find a pair of pants
5: and Bill uh, just thinks you should leave hockey pants in your car. What's that? That's it? Just wear hockey Bill, pants. Bill thinks you should just leave hockey pants in your car. You could put them over your real pants, and it'll. I, I, Splash I, guess right I off. could.
3: I mean, my my <laughs> my hockey pants uh, have been sitting in my bag for over a year. Yeah, I'd appreciate. So you do not they're not, not going to the They're no, not going to be gonna smelling be in, any.
1: You're going to be in studio B by yourself. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to smell good at all. Yeah, so. yeah good point. Good point. So yeah,
3: these these are the uh, the emergency. Well, pants. I was worried. You did well. They I look was good.
1: worried when you when you got to the restaurant and you told us about this. I was like, well, they, we're not getting the pizza we ordered. Nice. I was worried, but yeah, very good. So dry. All right such dry pants well
3: and the thing is these are like off the rack brand new pants so there is no flexibility in them so sitting like this is not you know what i hear not, makes pants not a lot more flexible
1: uh, iced coffee on the crotch that'll make them a lot yeah. more flexible or,
3: well i'm gonna have to get home and see if i can save those pants because those again those were well, I, I expensive saw, pag pants i saw so. mrs
1: terabasi in the chat room so she's she, she's aware yeah. of what's oh, happening God, so
3: yeah there she is right there she's
2: uh excellent Fire pants. There you go. Show those off. <laughs> bring them home. Do the whole thing. You might have just got, uh, you might
1: have just got us kicked off of YouTube with your It might be too hot, too hot
2: for TV. Apologies. Well, it's got to be a better week for you next week.
1: Mario. Can't be worse.
2: It's got to be. You, you got shorted with your fries from Nando's. You've got your <laughs> delivery snafu. You've got the wet pants. Next week will be better. By the way, Monday through Friday this coming week. So we'll be here every yep. freaking weekday. So keep your eyes out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Anyway, I guess we should get back to hockey. Yeah, we can.
3: <sighs> Listen, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really going to try and be on top of my game, so I don't have to come onto the show and, news, and expound on my first world problems. Good news is, Tuesday
1: show is a remote show. We're yes. all gonna be coming live from our homes. Mm-hmm. None of us have to wear pants at all. That's no, pants. I will not be. I will not be. No, no, no pants Tuesday. True. No pants Tuesday.
2: So look out for that. <laughs> That's a guarantee. Yes.
3: That's something we could, you know, pitch to pitch to Jake and Kevin, and, and see if we can get that as.
2: Oh, a I'm sure they'll <laughs> jump right over it. Knowing the
1: rest of this group, I, I think that shouldn't be a problem.
2: Yeah, uh, no one wants that. I, you know, if I was wearing no pants, my wife would jump into the chat and say, "For the love of God, <laughs> put the pants back on, please." No one wants to see that, myself included. Yeah. So, anyway. So where yeah, we? Hawks lose five four in overtime <laughs> to the Vegas. Oh, let's Golden get back Knights. to
1: another Blackhawks loss. I just, laugh, with, I just
2: want to laugh. I just want to laugh at the Knights again for Evgeny Dodonov being really good since he's yeah since the return to sender situation happened <laughs> with him. He had a week like Mario too, where <laughs> things did not go so well for him. He but thought, it was just, yeah. it's just so fitting that he comes back for Vegas and is just putting on a show just for on them. Fire and wins the game for them in overtime in a game they absolutely needed. I saw before the game their playoff chances were about forty, forty eight, forty seven percent. So it's a huge win for them, and uh, to see him deliver, you got to feel good for him. There's got to be a little bit of Dodonov thinking like, yeah, that's right. This is this is what you try to get rid of, (laughs) baby. No chip
1: chip on that shoulder. You can't run from me.
2: Yeah, I'm here and I'm here to save you from your. Horrible, horrible play so far this season. I hope
1: he, I hope he blew a kiss to Kelly McCrimmon in the press box after he scored that overtime goal. Yeah, that just right here, yeah, Big old, you right welcome. Just, just point right to his crotch, right here, buddy. <laughs> Give him the old DX. Yeah, yeah, that, that was uh, some poetic justice, I guess. But uh, man, I would be a very hockey, happy hockey fan if Vegas missed the playoffs. I just think that would be hilarious just the way everything has been, and they got to get every free agent. They're going to make every trade. Somehow the salary cap doesn't exist in the state of Nevada, (laughs) apparently. Uh, No state income tax and no NHL salary cap in Nevada. For them to just not make the playoffs would be, I'm sorry, it'd be delicious. I would love it. Um, I'm not sorry, but I don't have the hatred for Vegas. That I'm just you do. I'm not I don't hate them. I'm just I'm over it. I'm annoyed. Over with it already. Them. Like okay, congratulations. You've got a very expensive hockey team of guys that are all going to be on the wrong side of thirty. Enjoy salary cap hell. You've traded away all your top prospects to get these guys. You don't have a whole lot of draft picks. Enjoy empty arenas and really bad hockey for the next few years. If you don't win, a, that's why they needed to win a cup in these last couple of years, and maybe they still do. They get they got a lot of talent that's hurt. You know, Mark Stone's not playing. is not playing. Leonard's not playing. They mm-hmm. get all those guys back in time for the playoffs. They're still going to be a very dangerous team, but you know what? I, I enjoy watching them lose.
3: Yeah, they're absolutely uh, coming to the end of their window to to really hit the ground running as an expansive franchise and win a cup. It's, it's going to come crashing down very quickly if they do not. Yeah, Uh, if they don't if they don't get the cup and it's
1: going to get very ugly very soon. There. Yeah. And And, and
3: we might not see a situation like like Vegas uh, if if the NHL uh, GM's meeting and and the rules that are being discussed at those meetings uh, come to fruition where they were, you know, on the table is maybe a salary cap that extends into the playoffs. And uh, Vegas would be a team that would absolutely not be able to be constructed the way they are if that were to be the case.
2: It
1: would have hurt Tampa in the past too. Yeah, they would not yeah. have. They have not have won the last two Stanley Cups. The Blackhawks would not have won the Stanley Cup in 2015 probably, yeah. because there was that Patrick Kane broken clavicle that allowed them to go out and get a guy like Anton Vermette. Mm-hmm. They were over the cap until he came back. So uh, it's definitely a debate. Um, that that's uh, we we talked about this at lunch too. And I was like, man, we just recorded our August 13th <laughs> episode of the Blackhawks yeah. podcast.
3: I mean, I would absolutely hate. A salary cap into the postseason yeah. Just because it's just like Can I'm, we just play hockey yeah. in, in, in April and May and June yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to have to think about You know How, how many who, who can fit under the cap Who's going to be available? Like I don't want to think about that. If once, if you were able to the just play.
1: If you're able to be without a guy for months on a season and you were still good enough to get a good good seed in the playoffs, then fine, go for it. Right. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of salary cap discussion we can have in the off season. I for one am ready to get rid of the whole thing. Bring in a luxury tax. Let these teams yep. spend. The salary cap essentially punishes you for being good at drafting and developing players. And
3: half of the season, the salary cap is not real no it, the, it's not real money it's not it doesn't matter like yeah. teams find ways to get around it so whatever if, it if, needs to, if, whatever if everybody's
1: finding loopholes to get around it anyway then what the hell are we doing here? yeah right, the, exactly it. the point it defeats it. the purpose if there's always going to be a loophole the, okay right. change the rules again the, the smart a smart gm would, a great lawyer will find a way to a loophole and everybody will exploit it It's
2: brent seabrook tampa bay lightning marion hosa arizona coyotes uh, Pev- 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 <laughs> Arizona Arizona that whole thing yeah. of just letting contracts go somewhere to die. While the Stronger Arizona play. Coyotes. Not, not
1: going somewhere to die. Go to Arizona go to, Arizona to, to die. die. Good point.
2: Good point. Yeah, it's it's broken. It's a broken system that absolutely <laughs> needs some addressing. Arizona
1: some leads the NHL history for the most Hall of Famers on their franchise that never actually played a game <laughs> for their franchise. <laughs> Congratulations, Didn't Dave was he Bowen, a Coyote? Another coyote yep. yep. Yeah, there you go. Yep,
2: the Predators would put a banner up for that. <laughs> most most Hall of most Famers dead, never played
3: for Most press. dead money yeah. <laughs> acquired. Yes.
1: Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. No. Uh,
3: no, no offense to our PHNX uh, friends down there in Phoenix, but I mean, Coyotes are they're they're not a good spot, and they're going to be playing in front of a uh, uh, four thousand fans
2: next year. So, good job.
1: Well, that's if they sell good out job. that building. It's if it's, they sell it's, out. Yeah. That. yeah.
2: I think it's gonna be interesting to watch. They have to. I think being in that arena for that is an experience worth paying for to be in an n h l game with that it's gonna it's gonna feel like
3: it's gonna feel like if you go to like a spring training baseball
2: game yeah like
3: it's you know
2: but it will it, actually matter though Right, the, right. The, uh, these, Well, maybe not because it's the Coyotes, but <laughs> theoretically, matter. The
1: cynic in me, the guy that loves chaos, wants one of those. What is it? Two years are going to be there. Three. Years? I think three years. I want the Coyotes in one of those three seasons to go on some magical run from the eight seed. And somehow make the Stanley Cup final, so the NHL has to have their championship series in front of thirty seven hundred fans in a in a college <laughs> arena. That would God. be just the perfect justice. Be fantastic. And again, no offense to our Phoenix crew, but I mean, this is a team that just it's just it's a nightmare. And and, the, a, le- and the league is insisting it's gonna work. Yeah. When it just it's oh not. God. I don't. I don't, don't think just there's been the a, L. there
3: can't be a team that has lost the league more money since its inception than the Coyotes. There can't be.
2: No. Just give it up. Yeah. I mean, come on. You've got a team playing in a 4,000-seat arena. You lost. You bet wrong. It happens. You, there were some other things you did that did work. Congratulations. This one did not. Right. Let's move on. Let's, Let's get a team in Quebec yeah, or right. wherever. Houston. Houston. Bring back the arrows. Someone that's going to support yeah, We team.
5: Yeah, we have a lot of people in the chat suggesting Houston.
1: Absolutely. Houston. Houston. They're, uh, what, fourth largest city in the country? They've got a hockey history down there. They've got an arena they can go right into. Mm -hmm. Bring back the arrows.
2: Yeah. Hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all the great web content we talked about earlier, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700 So before we wrap up the show here, just sort of recapping the week, the Hawks go 2 0 and 1 on their West Coast trip. We've seen some very encouraging things from uh especially Taylor Radish, but Boris Kachuk has had some good moments as well. So the first, you know, um I don't know the first signs of that trade seem positive so far. Uh, I know Hagel had a goal for Tampa the other night. Don't know if he scored today. Probably not in the game against Detroit. <laughs> Bum. I just love. I love Bum. that Greg is just turned on Brandon Hagel.
1: <laughs> I'm not turned on him. I just have a deep love for t- for uh, radish and yeah. Boris. Yeah, the only radish I will
3: ever love. This is true.
1: Because <laughs> the real ones are awful.
3: Yeah, I I think those are two guys that you know we we talked about what the the Blackhawks roster might turn into in the next through the rest of this season and into next season. I think those are two guys that could probably play a game that sets a bit of a different tone than we've seen in the last few years for the Blackhawks. So, you know, we'll see what Kyle Davidson has, has up his sleeve going into the, into the offseason and into the draft and into free agency. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. Who, like, we, we spoke a little bit about this at, uh, at lunch today. it be really interesting to see who he targets and what his plan is for, for the off season for July And the draft, July, too. What kind of player July does he want?
1: Yeah. You know, what kind of skill sets is he looking for? Should be an interesting week. They're home on Monday night, the Blackhawks against Buffalo, a winnable game. Yep. And then, who boy, end of the week, Thursday, Friday, back-to-back, at the Panthers, at the Lightning. Will it be the Taylor Radish revenge game or the Brandon Hagel revenge game? We'll see. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. The, the
3: game against the Panthers will have a lot of potential revenge with uh, <laughs> Anthony Declair. And Gustav Forsling and Lucas Carlson.
1: It is going to be the (laughs) Henrik Borgstrom revenge game. There you go. (laughs) Maybe we could call up Brent Conley for a game, too, and make it interesting. Oh, there you go. there you
2: go. There you go. The man who contributes little, but is very helpful in Rockford. That will
3: also be Jonathan Taves' 1,000th game uh, in his career. Of course, all of them coming with the Blackhawks, so that'll be a a fun one. I think
2: we need to make a promise to our audience that on Thursday, for Jonathan Taves' 1,000th game, it will be a Jonathan Taves love fest. We will not be critical. No negativity. We will not be criticizing any no, no med- any comments to the media. We will not point out that, once again, the center square on the Blackhawks bingo card, Jonathan Taves complaining to the refs with his palms up, uh, was <laughs> checked off. We will not acknowledge that on Thursday. Yes. Um, but, hey, seriously, all jokes aside, uh, a, huge, a huge milestone coming for one of the most important players in not only Blackhawks history but Chicago sports history. So Absolutely. we will give him... His proper kudos then. And he was our fourth star today. Yeah. So there you go. There you go.
1: See, it's, it's coming up all taves.
2: Yeah. Well, I want to thank everybody, especially Mario and Greg, for a great first week here at CHGO Blackhawks. I really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody's patience as I figure things out with uh, Odyssey. And when I say figure things out, I mean give my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we are presented, the CHGO Blackhawks podcast is presented by PointsBet. Remember, use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars we want to thank natalie and steven our producers today for their great work we will talk to you on monday after hawks sabers on the chgo blackhawks podcast